Greetings, friends. This is Captain American himself, Stone Huntington. Come on down to American stores for all of your Independence Day needs. Patriotic napkins. Patriotic coonskin flags. Patriotic koozies. Patriotic chicken feed. Patriotic bandanas. Patriotic coonskin flags. And loads and loads of fireworks. Illegal in over 50 states. And loads and loads of slipping sides that ought to be illegal. Also available in coonskin. Come down to American. Because, because there's nothing American. You're now listening to The Sound of Sanity. This sound will continue for the duration of the program. Nathan Alverson, your humble and obedient host, wishing you a happy and patriotic 4th of July Eve, if you're listening to this the day that it's coming out. Maybe you're grilling up some uh, meat and... <laughs> thanks, thanks, brain. <laughs> that would be what you grill, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're grilling up some, some meat. Some zucchini. Some zucchini, some, some corn, watermelon, whatever, yeah, <laughs> uh, on the 4th of July, and you're listening to this in your headphones, or maybe this is what you play from the pontoon while the fireworks are going off over your lake. Let me introduce us, though. This is Nathan Alberson. You're listening to The Sound of Sanity. I, of course, am your humble and obedient host. Happy to be here, as always. Got the pastor who's a master of patriotism right there. Pastor Jacob Menzel. Patriot Jacob Menzel. How are you, Nathan? I'm doing fantastic. And I'm pleased, of course, to introduce... We've got Benjamin Q. Solzer in the house today. It's me! (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think today is a day for not Benjamin Q. Solcer. Maybe a day for oh. Benjamin. Look, Jake, can I talk to you privately? Yeah. I, I know that Benjamin Q. Solzer can be a little bit of obnoxious, a, obnoxious, <laughs> a blowhard, always hawking his own products. Kind hey, of. Do you guys mean for me to hear everything you're saying right now? <laughs> oh yeah, if you can take off your headphones. Oh okay. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I understand Benjamin J. Solzer. Great guy. Wise, smart, intelligent, infinitely preferable, sweet. But I never really know which one's going to show up. So, <laughs> but Q, I mean, like Benjamin Q. Solcer. Guys, I, I put, I'm sorry, I put my headphones back on. I couldn't help listening into what you were saying, but I think, you know, we're practically indistinguishable. Yeah. I, I'm just glad to be here. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind if, you know, I, I'm always here and Benjamin J. Solcer, it's like a busy guy. From what I've heard, he has other stuff to do. So, hey, I've got absolutely nothing free. to do. <laughs> well, I, I, I have a lot of work on my books, but that's <laughs> flexible work. Okay. So here's the deal today, folks. Nathan and I are taking the day off. Absolutely right, Jake. And I should say the one thing we're definitely not doing, definitely not doing, is throwing a huge party that we have not invited Benjamin Q. Solzer to. That's right. Okay. The last thing we're going to do today, I mean, not the last thing, we are definitely in no way nope. going to be spending our day going and picking up party stuff and getting everything ready for our massive party that we've not invited Ben to. Yeah, no, no, you guys are like the best friends I have. You wouldn't do that. Jake you know, I love right. my books. I won't and... actually argue with that point. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, good. However sad it may be. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, never fear, folks, because me and Jake obviously have important things to do that don't involve planning for a big party. But we, we, we do have 
a bit of an episode for you today. What we're going to do is send Benjamin Q. Solzer, I guess, out onto the streets of Sanityville to answer a very important question. Now tell us what the question is, Jacob. It's more or less, uh, should Christians celebrate Independence Day? Should Christians celebrate Independence Day? Nuts to that, Jake. We already did a bunch of episodes like that back in the day, like uh, when Sanity was kind of finding its footing. We did like Thanksgiving, We Christmas. did like five episodes in a row. Yeah. Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Should in, in, Should in, we celebrate this or that <laughs> holiday? Yeah, and then you guys would go through all the reasons people have for not celebrating it. I listened to those episodes over and over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we would say, yeah, you, know, you shouldn't make an idol of it, but you have freedom in Christ to celebrate. And I know we've been down that path before, but I still think it's a question worth re-examining every once in a while. Consider the facts. Yeah, well, okay. Let's play the Consider the Facts music. There are some very sobering facts when you start to think about where America is at today. Fact, since abortion was made legal in 1973, nearly 57 million babies have been murdered in our country. That's 2,900 per day, 137 per hour, 2.3 per minute. And that's not counting the ones destroyed by over-the-counter abortive fashions such as the pill. Fact. 89% of porn is created in the United States. We've been the leading producer of pornography since at least World War II. Thousands of American soldiers from that war. Yeah, you know, uh, members of the greatest generation. Were trained in some semblance of professional filmmaking technique using 8 and 16 millimeter cameras to film combat footage. These were the same guys who brought home with them the technical know-how to create an independent movie scene outside of Hollywood. Which, if you know anything about post-war California or the porn industry, or if you've ever seen a, like a, a private eye movie set in Los Angeles in the underbelly of that world, you know that independent movie scene outside of Hollywood, well... Basically means softcore pornography, stuff that eventually morphed into the hardcore pornography of today. So remember that, Mr. or Mrs. American Citizen. We invented the porn industry. Actually, our grandparents did. Yeah, in, in, in between watching episodes of Father Knows Best, they invented the modern porn industry. I've got a fact. The United States is responsible for more than 50% of global arms sales, making over $36 billion a year. The second most successful seller is Russia, making about $10 billion. Yeah, you know what? Let's, let's jump back to porn for a second, because all those porn statistics, they don't even account for things like Game of Thrones, you know, just stuff that comes out of actual regular, not underbelly Hollywood Hollywood. The handiwork of your Harvey Weinsteins. Right. The world may not count Game of Thrones for example, as pornography. But most of our listeners will be with us when we say that it's still wicked, right? Right. U.S. film and TV was an $11 billion industry in 2017. Oh, and U.S. music brought in $18.3 billion. Video games brought in $23 billion. Unfortunately, with the exception of Game of Thrones, we can be pleased as punch, right, fellas? Yeah, knowing everything we export entertainment-wise honors God as morally upright and squeaky clean. Eh, man. And we haven't even begun to dig into foreign wars or our nation's past, our treatment of Native Americans, slavery, black and minority rights to this day. These are big issues, and we're not prepared to discuss them all in detail here right now because we're taking the day off, right? But we can't all agree that our hands... Our, our collective hands as a nation are not clean and that they never really have been. Yeah, I mean, can we all agree that even discounting all the rest, 57 million murdered babies, chopped up, disintegrated, choose your poison, our country is wicked. America is a nation with blood on its hands. We have not protected the widow and the orphan or the stranger in our midst. Okay, Ben, here's your mission. It's it's real simple. You go out on the streets of Sanityville, 
Basically, this is the question you ask him. Okay. Given, given the clear wickedness and rebellion of the United States of America, are you comfortable celebrating Independence Day? And so you just ask people that. That ought to make for a compelling little episode, I think. And there is absolutely no way whatsoever that Nathan and I will have to show up at the end to clean things up. But yeah, no, there's, there's, that's, that's <laughs> no, not any kind no, of possibility no. yeah, we whatsoever. We will not make any appearance later in the episode. Well, you guys wouldn't need to. I mean, maybe if it was Benjamin J. Sulcer, but it's me. <laughs> it's Benjamin Q. Sulcer. And I, I'll bring, bring my charm. I think I'll bring along a little bit of my wit, a little of my intelligence. <laughs> Everything should be just fine. <laughs> oh, I was afraid you were going to say that. So long, suckers. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> why, why did Jake? Why did he just call us suckers? I have no idea. Oh, guys, when I when I call you suckers, what I mean is, you know, you're like the new growth of the podcasting industry. Like suckers, as in like root sprouts on a on a circulose plant. All right, I gotta go. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't even. I'm not even sure that's a thing. I, I, if Benjamin J. Solzer was here, I'd have him look it up. Anyway, I thought he'd never leave, Jake. But he has, so we can put our plan in place. <laughs> That's right, Jake. To throw an absolutely lit third into fourth of July party. It's going to be on fleek, yo. <laughs> the fleek is my friend. And thus it seems that while Benjamin Q. Solzer designated us as the suckers, the true sucker was him. <laughs> Here I am, outside my car, in the American store parking lot, an emporium of fireworks and all things patriotic located just off Main Street in Sanityville. Though it is strangely hard to find, people said it was just by that house with the chickens, but I I got all turned around anyway. All right, enough of this recounting of my state of being to myself, uh, and on with the mission. Let's see, perhaps I could ask these fellas emerging from the store. The very question I've been tasked to ask by Nathan and Jake. What a load of crap, man. It's like that store didn't want our business. Yeah, what kind of fireworks store doesn't have T127-E3 warheads for an M-20-A-1? First of all, I'm so glad that you say the dashes. Second of all, it's like society doesn't want us to buy ammunition for our bazooka. Hey, punk! It's that punk that rang our doorbell. Looks like he survived. Hey, did you make it to Hrothgar's Hall, man? Uh... Did I, I? I don't know. I haven't tried to go to Hrothgar's Hall. Do I? Do I know you guys? Anyway, uh, I, I made it here today. But you know what? There's, <laughs> there's so many houses full of chickens, and someone said it's just. But Compared to us, every house is full of chickens. Oh, okay. Uh, so who are you guys? Can't you tell, idiot? Isn't it obvious, moron? More like, who are you, dumb idiot face? We're the Hemanologians, punk. Uh, what's that? <laughs> Whoa! Hey, look at me. I'm this idiot. I'm doing an impression of him now. What's that? I'm the idiot too. What's that? I'm also the idiot, guys. What's that? <laughs> what's that? <laughs> what's that? <laughs> what's that? <laughs> what's, what is what's it? That? <laughs> what could it be? Look at me. Okay, uh, but who are you guys? I already told you. We're the Hemanologians. Note the pipes we're smoking. You guys aren't smoking any pipes. Then who has got egg on their face now? I, I'm confused, but that's 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 okay. Hey, you know what? I have a job to do. You guys are obviously into celebrating Independence Day. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here to buy fireworks. Correction, T-127E3 warheads. Okay, uh, that's fine. Well, so how do you feel about celebrating Independence Day given the wickedness of our country? Dude, 
We love Independence Day. Uh, yeah. We celebrate Independence Day, like, every day. Uh, yeah. Especially the part where Will Smith punches that alien right in the face. <laughs> He's all like, welcome to Earth. I would love to meet an alien and, like, punch it and be like, welcome to Earth. I would love to punch anything that's just arrived on Earth. Like, how about a ticket back to the moon, Neil Armstrong? Wait, you would punch Neil Armstrong's ticket back to the moon? <laughs> I would do that, too. Okay. It well, involves punching, doesn't it? I, I guess it does, yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Well, I'd be like, hey, John Glenn, ready to see some more stars? Hey, Meteor, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> nice one, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha. Ha! It's fun to imagine punching things. Yeah, like most Christian guys, they like to imagine, like, knitting unicorns because their wife made them. But we knit what we want, right, guys? We don't actually knit. My bad, what I said. Uh, yeah, we don't knit unicorns. We hit unicorns. If we see any unicorns, we're like, Hey, Mr. Unicorn, you're just one hacksaw away from being a horse. <laughs> unicorns are so lame. I liked it when you substituted hit for knit. It's like the perfect... Me too. So, so wait, you guys are talking about the movie Independence Day? Uh, no, we're talking about a dumb movie for idiot, dumb, idiot kids. <laughs> so, Independence Day. False. Will Smith is like a, a, a honorary he-manologian. Honor? Honorary? <laughs> you know the age is silent, right? And you know that Independence Day is an American holiday, right? Uh, Independence Day isn't an American holiday. It's the day when the world declared, in one voice, We, we will, will not go, go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Those are lines from a movie. Uh, the greatest movie. The Citizen Kane of great movies. Only surpassed by Kickboxer Retaliation. The rare sequel that lives up to Kickboxer Vengeance. Most sequels don't even come close to Kickboxer Retaliation. You guys are hurting my brain. We'd have to locate it first. <laughs> that was the coolest thing you ever said, AJ. Thank I want to high-five you, but I've been doing curls, and I'm afraid I'd shatter your hand. Guys, Independence Day, in addition to being uh, a really awesome alien invasion film so from awesome. the 90s or whatever. The awesomest. Uh, the president flies a fighter jet. Sir, is this glass bulletproof? Checkmate, is this glass bulletproof? Those are lines from the film Independence Day. Independence Day is also the day we celebrate America. America. (laughs) Don't talk to me about America. Yeah, America's the worst. Yeah, we're he-manologians, men that read the Bible and have beards and pipes and think deeply about he-manology. So, uh, obviously we don't like America. Yeah, checkmate, moron. The glass in your brain is bulletproof. America is all about raising taxes and taxation is theft. Yeah, they just want our money so they can, like, build roads. You let women drive, and pretty soon they're going to want roads, am I right? Yeah. Maybe this country was founded with some good ideas, but now it's like our leaders haven't even read all the places the Bible talks about capitalism. Men are supposed to smoke pipes and shoot guns, but Uncle Sam doesn't want you to do either one. Yeah, punk. We're conservative Christian males. That means we believe in capitalism, the free market, and the Christian ideal that is survival of the fittest. Uncle Sam talks a good game, but what has he ever done for me? Besides empty my pocketbook. Well, for example, it's pretty cool that you have the freedom to make the criticisms you're making of the government without fear of reprisal. Most people across history haven't had that freedom. Look, punk, I don't want to take those kinds of things for granted. But we kind of assume we'd have them anyway. Yeah. We're the hemanologians. Yeah. 
It's okay, moron. Not everyone understands civics. Just you and Ayn Rand. Was that punk? Oh, nothing. I, I didn't say anything. <laughs> Certainly didn't bring Ayn Rand into this. Anyway, enjoy your explosives. The only thing we'll be exploding is people's expectations for what Christian manhood is. In C4. Lots and lots of C4. C4. Everyone who doesn't understand how dumb and exploitative our country is. Get woke, idiot. Or we'll punch you harder than we would punch Eugene Cernan. Uh, he was another uh, less famous astronaut. Bye, idiot. <laughs> what an idiot. Here's my impression of him. Hey, look at me. I'm an idiot. Huh. Here's my super funny impression. Hey, I'm an idiot face. Here's my even funnier impression. la dee da dee da I'm a moron. Hey, <laughs> look at me. I'm an idiot. I'm, I'm, I'm a big moron. Oh. Makes me look like an blah, idiot. Blah, blah. <laughs> I like to ask I questions of people. I don't even know how to talk. Oh, I'm a dumbass. I'm too stupid. I drop breath my into my body. Oh, brother. Well, that was one response to the question of whether to celebrate Independence Day or not. I wonder if I'll get any more. Man, I don't know if I could take any more. My brain hurts. I'm just going to step into this coffee shop over here. Oh, say, an attractive young woman getting her coffee. Nathan and Jake did say to talk to everyone I meet. Okay, Benjamin Q. Solzer, time to dial the charm up to uh, seven ought to be enough. Excuse me, miss. Yeah? Uh, hey, I was just wondering, uh, or something, I, I was just wondering, what are you doing for Independence Day? Uh, two things, Nanya and business. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just, I just want to ask you, like, a question about it. I'm about to leave. Well, look, you don't understand. I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for a podcast. Don't talk to me about podcasts. Oh, nuts. There goes my next three hours of small talk. Aricha? It's Erica. It's spelled weird because my mom's a freakazoid. Oh, it's you, Ricky. I didn't see you come in. I told him not to take the name off the credit card. Everyone's a freakazoid. Ah, uh, my compliments for your usage of the parlance of our times. Oh, shoot, my shift is over. I, I gotta get over to American store. Mr. Huntington wanted me to sweep the lot before they shot that commercial. Does that Ollie guy just work every odd job in town? Leave him alone. He's an orphan. He doesn't need you throwing shade. Wait up, wait, I, I've heard that spelling of Erica before. Are you Erica Rosebloom? <laughs> Daughter of Erica Rosebloom? A host of Mortification of Pin? The Christian mothering show where Pinterest meets podcasting? What's it to you? I love that show. Ugh. I mean, I, I, I like it. <laughs> uh, that show is, you know, it's just okay. I like Gag it okay. Gag me. Yeah, that is a, that is a dumb show, Erica. <laughs> People who aren't my mom or my baby brother Chad call me Ricky. Ah, Ricky. Well, you know, many is the time that they've had your mother do some pretty cool segments on that podcast. I'm such an important part of Sound of Sanity. Ugh, you do realize she's like a horrible conglomeration of every awful, proud, oppressive stereotype of Christian mommy bloggers everywhere. That's not how she comes across on the show. My mom is a freakazoid. Yeah, you really like that word. But hey, look, who who likes their mother? Am I right? Listen, mister, as soon as I scrape together the cash, I'm hitting the bricks and I'm never looking back. Goodbye forever, Mommy Dearest, and goodbye forever, Sanityville. 
the least aptly named town in the entire continental USA. Well, I won't argue with you there, but what about your brother Chad? He seems to like your mom. Don't tell him what I said about leaving. I'll come back for him. I just have to figure out a way. Uh, On to another topic. What do you think about America? I don't think about it. Uh, You don't care? I just don't think about it. So I have to ask this question for the, you know, my my podcast. Oh, the podcast. Look, do, do you or don't you like America? I mean, it's a pretty nice place to live, I guess. I'm happy for that. But then there's Columbus and the Indians. And there's those awful people at American. I just want to get on with my life and be like a normal person who doesn't have to worry about stuff, you know? But you've, you've got to deal with it one way or another, right? Like, maybe it's a day, maybe it's a day you could set aside to go on a date with some cool guy you just met. That's a pretty good thing to do on Independence Day, uh, or, or not. But my point is, you, everyone does something fun on the 4th of July. Okay, you want to know what the real problem with the 4th of July is? It's a holiday, and holidays suck. But holidays are fun. You gotta do something. Yeah, you do. Actually, I've spent my whole life doing something on every holiday. You know what holidays are to me? Everything has to be just so. Christmas with presents wrapped perfectly in brown craft paper with sprigs of rosemary tucked beneath peppermint-colored twine for the perfect touch of rustic elegance. Stockings hung with care with homemade pom-pom fringe and hand-carved wooden name tags, of course. And let's not forget the homemade faux felt mistletoe, perfect for the faux affection my mom and dad will show beneath it. Or what about Easter? Does my family just do Easter baskets? No, sir. We do galvanized Easter buckets wrapped in jute with strips of green construction paper to act as grass bed for the hand-painted eggs and candies. (laughs) Well, that's pretty cool. But, you know, no one goes that over the top with the 4th of July. Oh, is that what you think? That's because you've never painted a wood palette red, white, and blue. You've never made a barbecue banner out of burlap and discarded scrapbook paper. You've never hand-stitched an American flag placemat. You've never spent an hour and a half posing for the perfect picture with sparkles and watermelon. I'd love to try any of those projects if you wanted to invite me. <laughs> the 4th of July sucks. It's an excuse for dads to start drinking at 10 a.m. and blow some crap up and stuff their faces with meat. And it's an excuse for moms to show off how wonderful they are yet again, but not this year. I'm not going to get my dad another beer, and I'm not going to be my mom's Instagram prop. Well, you know, maybe you'd rather spend the 4th of July with a, an awesome guy who wants to listen to your problems. You know how I'd actually like to spend the 4th of July? Home. Alone. With a good book. That sounds so painful. It, it sounds just like the sort of material for this book I've been trying to write. You know, maybe we could talk about it a little more over a milkshake at Dinky's Diner. Mister, I hope you're a better writer than you are a pickup artist. fellow Americans. My name is Stone Huntington. And I'm Lance Redford. And I'm Chip McGregory. Say, Chip. We done notice something, boy. What's that then, fellas? The mud flaps on your Chevy, they're gray. Which leads to an obvious question, Chip. Are you a communist? Because, uh, they should be red, white, and blue, son. And arguably have a silhouette of an eagle or a hot chick with a machine gun. Fellas, I don't know nothing about reptiles and such, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I'm an ignoramus. You're dumber than Bernie Sanders and a stick of chewing gum put together. Dumber than Nancy Pelosi's brain wrapped in a New York Times editorial. Dumber than a, <laughs> a fish. <laughs> America. Yeehaw. America. America. Friends, don't be like Chip here. To prepare for the 4th of July, come down to American Store, just off Main Street in Sanityville. Founded by Captain American himself. Say, that's me, American. 
because, because there's nothing American. Get your flags, get your bandanas, get your fireworks so big and loud and patriotic that some demo fat cats think they should be illegal. And yes, Chip, we've got the mud flaps too. Stock up today, folks. The day of our independence from those tea-drinking pansies across the pond is upon us. We, we're finally going to war with the Chinese? No, 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 Chip. Hey, who's blocking the camera? Stop rolling the commercial, y'all. It's the other tea-drinking pansies, Chip. Oh, prepare to meet your maker, Pakistan. Chip, you dunderhead. This numbskullery will not stand. Yeah, the numbskullery will not stand, Chip. Although, to be fair, Stone, a quick perusal of Wikipedia does reveal Pakistan to have been a tea-loving culture even prior to British colonial influence. Excuse me, Mr. Huntington. I finished sweeping the lot, sir. We're trying to film a commercial here, Ozzy. And you there, boy, you and your trollop are in the way of the camera. Oh, uh, I'm sorry about that. I didn't realize what you were doing. It's all right, son. These things happen. Mr. Huntington's an understanding fella. You better lawyer up, bucko. The money you've cost me today. Well, there's also that point of view. I'm sorry, sir. I'm just trying to complete this stupid survey, and I can't get a straight answer from anyone. Hey, Ricky, is that your boyfriend? (laughs) Well, (laughs) I mean, a fella can dream, of course. What's it to you if he is? Uh, yeah. What's it to you, huh? (laughs) Let go of my hand, creep. Oh, (laughs) is that your hand? The commercial isn't shooting itself, gentlemen. Hey, can I just ask you a quick question, sir, before you get rolling again? You see, I've asked this question to two different parties, gotten two different responses, and now I'd like a third. In a way, these responses could act as a representative trifecta of the different ways people might process this question, if they're giving any serious thought to it, which, come to think of it, might make for a fairly intriguing podcast. Anyhow, the question is, do you love America? Do we love America? You hear that, Chip? You hear that, Lance? Do we love America? Uh, could George Washington pose in a boat? (laughs) Could Betsy Ross sew a flag? Do eagles love the Statue of Liberty? In short, yes, son. I do love America. I love America because it's the land of the free. I love America because it's the home of the brave. Because it's the land of opportunity, where a man can pull himself up by his bootstraps. It's a land where a poor man can become a rich man, and a rich man can become a richer man. Is a land where Mexicans can learn to speak American. No country has produced greater wealth, greater tech, greater steak burgers. You like cars, spaceships, and air conditionings, boy? You're welcome. We invented them right here in the good old U.S. of A. And no one be able to fire a gun if Paul Revere hadn't invented gunpowder. Nobody'd write nothing if Ben Franklin hadn't invented paper. Those Chinese students wouldn't be the world's best at math without American numerals. Uh, Chip, why don't you go have a cigarette? We gave the world tobacco, too, and, uh, cotton. All produced by the blood, sweat, and tears of regular, hard-working Americans. Chip, 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 seriously, take a breather, please. Uh, but what about all the bad things about America, like abortion and war and porn? Boy, what do you think I'd do if you told me all the bad things? About my mother. I, uh, I, I don't know. I tell you to shut up. That's what I do. I tell you if you're going to talk about the greatest country in the world, you damn well better do it with some respect. The freedom, the wealth, the privilege, the opportunity that you take for granted is like none the world has ever known. Why my great-grandpappy came to Ellis Island with nothing but a nickel in his pocket and a shirt on his back, and he had nothing and nobody gave him nothing. Not even pants. A generation later, boy, and I'm the greatest and richest man in Sanityville. I'm the founder of American. I'm the host of Rapid Fire. I own three houses, two swimming pools, five cars, and one yacht. 
I've got a beautiful, loving wife and two beautiful, loving daughters who get to ride their own beautiful, personal ponies whenever they please. In short, I am the living, breathing embodiment of what makes America great. Do I love America? That's like asking me if I love myself. Son, I am America. Adi, escort these gentlemen off the premises. Yes, sir. Uh, that's Ollie, though, sir. But uh, don't you think it'd be nice I don't we... care what your name is or what you're thinking. Get this son and daughter of perdition off the aforementioned premises. I'm awful sorry about that, sir. I, I, oh, sorry, Ricky. I guess this is far enough off the premises. Well, it's been real, Mr. Seltzer. I'm gonna bounce. See you never. Catch you later, Ricky. See ya, Ollie. Oh, yeah. Catch you later, Ricky. Only in my nightmares, creep. Oh, what a girl. Say, uh, Ollie, that's your name, right? Hey, what do you think about America? Well, Mr. Huntington made some good points, I guess. But what you said about all the bloodshed and pornography and all that, that kind of stuck in my craw. I hadn't thought about it like that before. I I mean, when you actually look at it, America's got some pretty bad problems. And, well, I I don't know what to think, I guess. Uh, Baba O'Reilly always says I'm not much for thinking. I don't know, Mr. Q. Solcer, what do you think? Oh, well, yeah, it's a, it is a good question, isn't it? I mean, it really is. I mean, you really do. You gotta think about it. But, um, you know, it, it feels like, I don't know, I mean, I, I, I didn't mean to ruin your 4th of July, but uh, those things are, are bad that I brought up and that you just brought up again and uh, I... Oh, hey, it's Nathan and Jake. Oh, shoot, he saw us. Duck! It's too late. Hiya, Pastor Menzel. Hiya, Mr. Alberson. Oh, hey, Ollie. Hey, Ollie. I was looking forward to your uh, your party tonight. Yeah. <sighs> we were, too. Yeah, um... Oh, you guys are having a party. So you did decide to have one after all. That is so cool. And you waited until now to surprise me. You could have just texted, but no, I really appreciate this. Yeah. Well, you can bring you can bring the ice, Ben. Uh, Nathan. We need ice, Jake. Yeah, I guess we do need ice. I don't know if I'm going to come to the party, actually, Pastor Mensel. Why not, Ollie? I, I just don't feel like I can celebrate America anymore. What? Why? Well, uh, Mr. Q. Solcer kind of ruined it for me. Ben, you had a one job. That's what I would be telling you if you didn't just officially get fired. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny, Nathan. Nah, I, uh, it's not his fault, Mr. Alberson. He just mentioned all the bad things about America, and I, I got to thinking, maybe the celebrating America stuff ain't for me. Okay, but listen, Ollie, there's a, there's a difference between being thankful for the good things in America and blindly celebrating the bad things. You don't have to do both at the same time. We can be thankful for the good things we have, right? Well, the way I see it, there are three responses to the bad stuff about America that makes sense to me. Number one, you could just be done with it altogether because even if there is some good, there's too much bad mixed in. Or maybe two, you could be like my pal Ricky. She just hates holidays. All of them. And she don't care one way or another about Independence Day. She's just above it all. Because she's got her own personal, uh, like, drama or whatever. And then you've got Mr. Huntington, and he really loves America, and he don't see nothing wrong with it at all. I ain't smart, and I ain't a wealthy businessman like him. I just like a bartender and stuff, but I don't know. I... 
There's something fishy about his point of view, I think. Especially when you think about, well, all the evil stuff that's in America. Listen, Ollie, the fact is that every country has bad things about it. Or, actually, let me say, every country has really, really wicked things. There's no righteous nation that's ever existed. I mean, think about the ancient Israelites. They were the people of God. Look at them. They've got murder, idolatry, adultery, rape, incest, disbelief, complaining against the Lord. I mean, there's even stories in the Old Testament about people sacrificing their own children or or eating their own children. And that's Israel. Ali, that's the people of God. That's God's chosen people. What about other nations? How did godly people interact with them? Joseph didn't think twice about serving as second to Pharaoh in Egypt, and Egypt was a wicked nation. Daniel wasn't afraid to serve the kings of the Babylonians, and the Apostle Paul didn't throw off his Roman citizenship. In fact, he used it to his advantage without hesitation. He must have been grateful for all of the things that came with being a Roman citizen, despite the fact that Rome was just an awful, awful nation. Jesus himself said, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. The fact is, you were born in America, Ollie, and I was born in America. That means I have a debt of gratitude to this country and to its fathers, and I should be grateful to God for the privileges that come with living here, which are great. Yeah, I I mean, so, okay, you have the conservative Christians who resent everything about the government and taxes, and they're always complaining about Big Brother interfering with their lives. Look, I I get it. I don't like Big Brother. I don't like bureaucracy. I don't like our freedoms being encroached on, blah, 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 blah. But but the Christians who are always complaining about that all the time, I don't know. I'm afraid for them because the Bible says, honor your father and mother that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. That's one of the Ten Commandments. That's the first commandment with a promise. And godly Christians have always agreed that that means more than just your dad and mom. It's it's all authorities. That means the government that you happen to live under. Romans 13 says, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. Yeah, I mean, let that sink in. Christians who act like government is just a barely necessary evil, who resent the land that they live in, it just seems an awful lot like they don't care to obey the authority that God has put in their lives, which is just rebellion, which is just sin. I mean, that's that's really all that is. And it seems an awful lot like they're just being ungrateful. Because the fact is, I don't know when and where in the history of the world you'd rather live than America today. How many societies have there ever been where you have the freedom to walk on the street and share the gospel without fear of being persecuted? I mean, really persecuted. Without being afraid, not just of being poked at and made fun of, but without fear of being burned at the stake or crucified upside down. And then there are just all of the other benefits that come with living in America, like, you know, air conditioning and iPhones. We're rich beyond the wildest contemplations of nations past. And those things are blessings of God. Shouldn't we be grateful for those things? Shouldn't we worship God and praise him for the bounty he's lavished upon us? When we have to be profoundly, wickedly small-minded to want to act like none of that's real or worth being thankful for? Okay, well, I mean, I I, I kind of like that. That's good for a response to, like you said, all the wicked stuff. But what would you say to someone like Ricky? I mean, she would just maybe say it's not practical for her to celebrate a holiday because... It only makes her unhappy and her family just fights and stuff like that. Maybe I shouldn't be telling you guys these things, but it's not much fun to be over at the Rosebloom house for a, a holiday cookout and stuff. Well, okay, I, 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 I get that some people have things that are hard to deal with, and I don't want to discount that, but you're going to have to travel a long way to get to a place where good things aren't abused by sinful people. I mean, that's just the fact. Without ignoring the pain that such abuse causes, the fact is the misuse of a good thing doesn't negate its good and proper use. Right. Well, okay, yeah, you're right. I guess that is kind of simple. But then what about, like, 
What about the way Mr. Huntington treats it? Am I supposed to be that kind of a patriot? Well, no. That's a really stupid response, actually. Um, because uh, people that are just going to, okay, people that are just going to sl- slavishly go on pretending like nothing's wrong with America in the face of all the stuff we've talked about today, obviously that's that's bad. And that's not the only response that's actually left to you. Yeah, our, our country has lots of things we really do need to repent of. Wicked wicked things. The fact is things have been getting worse in America are getting worse all the time. People are hardening their hearts and if things don't turn around, God will judge us severely. And in fact, I think we're in the middle of what theologians call a judicial hardening, which is God's hardening the hearts of people because he's already judging us. But our job is to call people to repentance. But I mean, we can do that while still being thankful for the good things we have. I mean, the fact is, I have the ability, Jake has the ability, uh, every week we get to call people to repentance in our own little way while, while we sit in an air-conditioned room and record a podcast, which we can put out to the world through the uh, World Wide Web, and we're not afraid that anyone's going to knock down the door and arrest us for us. Uh, and I mean, that's just, that's pretty cool. Now, I know there are a lot of people out there that can't distinguish being thankful for the good things from celebrating the bad things, but actually we have to, if we're going to be wise and mature Christians, we have to parse those distinctions all the time. In our own lives, in our churches, in our jobs, in our countries, there are all kinds of things where, where we have to be able to parse out what to be thankful for and grateful for, and what to repent of or call people to repent of. So let's do that work. And part of doing that work is actually tonight we're going to have a party. We're going to grill some meat. We're going to light off some fireworks. And I'm sure to some people, they'll think we've just bought into the whole American deal. But we haven't. We do love our country. And Independence Day is a fun day for kids to get sticky and watch some fireworks. But it's also a sober day because America is crying out for judgment and it needs to repent. But let's not think that Christian discernment means showing utter ingratitude for what God has given us in this country. Christians need to find their own way as citizens of a heavenly kingdom to also be grateful citizens of whatever nation God has placed them in. Yeah, if Joseph and Daniel and the Apostle Paul can do it, I think we can do it too. So, Ollie, just come to the party, man. Have some fun. Pray that God would humble our hearts. And pray that God would humble our hearts and give us, as a nation, repentance. And, and, and work toward that by calling your friends and family. To repentance. Huh. I, I never thought of it that way, Pastor Menzel. I think I will come to that party if you still want me to come. Yeah, man, come. <laughs> hey, uh, maybe you should invite Ricky to the party, Ollie, or I mean, if you gave me your phone number, I could invite her myself. Or, or you could, it doesn't matter. But you could probably, you know, I wouldn't mind having her phone number either way. You know, <laughs> I, I don't think Ricky is much into vainglorious self-promoters, Mr. Q. Solcer, not meaning any offense. Oh... No offense taken, Ollie. Why women aren't into vainglorious self-promoters, I'll never know, but I could investigate it. And you know what? Ha! That would make a pretty good subject for my next book. was engineered by Benjamin Solzer, produced by Nathan Alberson, executive produced like all fine Warhorn products by Jacob Menzel and Nathan Alberson. Until next time, stay safe.